all-American half pound. Pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato. Singles. Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. And I'm Adrienne Madoc, and we're in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And this is episode O... 061. Ah, 061. We're, so we're, we're our twilight years on the numbers here. <laughs> We're flipping over the odometer again. We, we tend to think about these in groups of 30. So this mm-hmm. is our beginning of the third mm-hmm. third. And we have a great uh, band to talk about today. And uh, the single that never was. Right. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about a real uh, single that they actually released. But really, the single that never was that, that maybe would have rewritten history. That's right. The band we're talking about today is a band that... Uh, came from Connecticut and they they cut their teeth in Boston. They were called Christmas. Christmas. This was a band from the 80s uh, that came up in the Boston scene. And one of my favorites in that they were, you know, I love uh, trios and this was a trio and it was a super power trio. Yes. And we'll we uh, have some stories about them and we will tell you them as we get, okay. get into it. Um, the first record that Christmas ever released was called In Excelsior Day Glow, and it was on the Big Time label, which was an Australian label that RCA Records decided was going to be their indie imprint. Right. And uh, and there, there were lots of bands mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, that were college radio, right. early days of indie, right. that that um, that were notable, and Christmas was one of them. Yeah, they they also had Dump Truck. Oh, and, yeah, the Dump um, Truck. Oh, we should add Dump Truck to the list. Um, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know if they've got a single. <laughs> and they had... Uh, the Dream Syndicate, um, a lot of bands like that, and a lot of bands from Australia like the Go-Betweens and uh, the Hoodoo Gurus, who I think we'll talk about in another episode. But their first record came out, and uh, they had a song called Big Plans. And you and I were both knocked out by this song. Yeah. And, and, and we it, saw it on MTV. Yeah, it, got, it had a great video that mm-hmm. got heavy rotation on like 120 minutes, yes. which was the... The college radio mm-hmm. indie record um, uh, overnight show on mm-hmm. was it on Sunday night? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. They had a great song, a great video, and no looked like they were going to go somewhere. Yeah. Right? This was 1986. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kept watching this amazing video and this great song, this really quirky, interesting song. And uh, apparently, Big Time Records was was stretched to the max and, right. and couldn't do the promotion. 
So uh, the, you know they had the, the they had the support. They got the video to the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, so they did some things right as right. far as promotion went. But really, having a single right. that that people could have grabbed a hold of because mm-hmm. singles were you know 1986. You've got sort of early. You know, inklings of uh, not everybody had a CD back right, in '86, right. and in fact, we released a vinyl single ourselves in '86. Exactly, so they were still a thing, and um, you know that that was basically like a business card. Mm-hmm. It was the end um, of the vinyl era. It was coming to an end for for the, that about ten years there, where people just didn't really make vinyl. Right, know. but for Christmas, uh, uh, you know, having a single available uh, of Big Plans probably. You know that that would have um, given a toehold, I right. think, for them in a way that having um, an excelsior an excelsior day glow, right? Um, you know, the, you know the commitment of getting the twelve inch. You know, it's not as easy to pick up and carry and take home and try. Right. So, should we go ahead and play the song? Oh yeah, I don't want to stand between you Excuse and this me. great song. This is a great song. Uh, we'll talk more about the band on the, after we listen to it, but it is from nineteen eighty six. Uh, on Big Time Records on the album In Excelsior Day Glow. The band is Christmas, and the song is called Big Plants.
So there they are, Christmas and uh, Big Plans. What a weird little single. Um, oh, the single that never was. What, yes. a, what a weird song. Weird yeah. song, but, yeah. But not, great, not technically a single. It, it's, um, it, you know, it's just meaty. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just love that song. Yes, it's, it's really something. And they were, just as Adrian said before, just a three-piece band. Uh, Michael Cudahy was the the leader, the guitar player, and the singer, and I believe the principal songwriter. And uh, his partner, Liz Cox, is the powerhouse drummer. Right, um, She was right. a great, great drummer. Uh, even though she sounds like a little girl when she's singing, um, she she got that sort of clarion clear yes, voice. She but kicked uh, those drums, yeah, kicked the hell out of the drums. Right, right. And then the the first bass player they had was Dan Salzman. When we um, we booked Christmas, uh, when we were booking bands, and in the later period of our booking career, when we were booking at a club called the Manor in Greenville, which was kind of a disco, yeah. Yeah, but it had a nice stage. It had a great stage. It was a huge club. And uh, Christmas came and played, and they were amazing. I think the bass player then was uh, was Michael's brother, Nicholas. And uh, the thing I remember about Christmas was somebody yelled for them to do an ACDC song, <laughs> <laughs> and Michael was all over that. He said they, they could play the whole side one of Back in Black and he, he began to do it. They did two or three songs <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was no for note. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's like they, they were not to be messed with. So don't uh, be careful with what you wish for. Uh, they really rocked out They were they, and they were nice folks. Uh, another thing I remember was they had gotten on the Husker Du tour. This was the very end of Husker Du when they were doing the Warehouse Song and Stories mm-hmm. tour. We talked about that in our our episode about um, eight miles high. I, th- I think that's number five. No, I think it's later five. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> we one, don't remember all our One of the first ten. One of the first ten. And uh, Husker Du was doing warehouse songs and stories, and Christmas had been picked to open. It was a big a plum, uh, right? Right. A plum um, in the world of indie rock, Because right. uh, um, Warehouse was a major label. Right? Yes, it was on Warner Brothers. And they were telling us, um, we were asking them about them being vegetarian, and they said, yeah, well, they're vegetarian, but they get these gigantic veggie pizzas every night. (laughs) 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 Their eyes got really big when they were talking about the pizzas. Giant, check out my pizzas. Yes, and they said that that, that poor uh, Bob Mould and uh, Grant Hart were so deaf from playing so loud that they overdubbed all the cymbals on... uh, Warehouse songs and stories on a double record because they they just couldn't hear them so they they overdubbed them again so that that was a couple of little nuggets we got from Christmas right but they were they were just great creative yes uh, crack band uh, and, and just weird <laughs> in a good way yes <laughs> yes yes uh, didn't sound exactly like anything that was going on then right or, and, or even now really I mean. And even though you know they the, the um, big plans would have been a great single, they still got enough notice that they were right. picked up off of um, big time, big time onto IRS, right? Which was mm-hmm. um, you know the place to be mm-hmm. in the mid eighties if you were right. in in that um, yeah, it was you know, REM's particular label. wheelhouse, mm-hmm. right? Because right. the REM was sort of right. um, their their uh, standard bearer at mm-hmm. that time. Um, so that we'll talk about the second record, which is uh, Ultra Profits of the Psychic Revolution. Also an excellent record. 
little bit uh, more produced. It was on IRS Records, and they did have a single for this one and a video. The single is called Stupid Kids, and I do remember this one being uh, also on MTV quite a bit. Um, great single, and we're going to go ahead and play it right, right now. Right. Uh, let, let you hear it. Uh, so this is the single kids. that was. We started right. with the single that wasn't. That should have been. Single yes. that we, uh, that, and this is uh-huh. the single that, that actually... Um, they did release. And so here's Christmas from 1989 and uh, Ultra Profits of the Psychic Revolution. It's just these stupid kids. That was Christmas with Stupid Kids. Again, another great song. Uh, this was uh, on the turntable quite a bit, this record, I remember. Right. Um, we, we played this one a lot. And uh, there's a song on this record called Richard Nixon Sees You <laughs> that we used to listen to quite a bit as well. Backyard Baby Barbecues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it, it's uh, it, it's accurate without being revisionist mm-hmm. history about sort of the... the um, 
the abject horror of Richard Nixon. Uh, I think it really captures it in an absurdist way. Yeah. And uh, this was a great record. And we loved uh, Stupid Kids. It it got a lot of play. The single, we're not going to play the B-side, but they did this kind of bizarre cover of the disco song, uh, You Can Ring My Bell, (laughs) with Liz singing. (laughs) Yeah, which, um, you know, Liz was this powerhouse drummer Mm -hmm. in Christmas. And sort of the next version mm-hmm. um of um christmas mm-hmm. but sort of um michael and liz evolved into the neo lounge group combustible edison yeah they weren't really neo lounge they were a lounge group they, yeah yeah well neo in the sense <laughs> yeah. that you know hearkening back yeah. to, to, to the, the lounge um music of the 60s and when we say lounge we mean artists like esquivel or henry mancini or you know yeah yeah really like, like um you know for kitschy us, sounding music for us it would have mm-hmm. been like parents generation music mm-hmm. the sort of things that people put on for cocktail parties right. the stuff playing in the background i saw uh, a little bit of pink panther recently mm-hmm. and the sort of music that would be playing in like the swiss chalet right. in the background for for the romantic scenes yes and come up and see my etchings yeah exactly <laughs> you know playboy sort right, of, yes. um, you know playboy after hours type music and uh, combustible edison was around for a while they were on sub pop um, they took uh, monikers. I think Michael was the millionaire, right? And Liz was Lady Banquet. Miss Lily, I mean, Lily Banquet. Lily Banquet. Yes. <laughs> Lady Lily Banquet. I'm giving her an extra uh-huh. subriquet. Uh, they did have. Um, they went through another bass player. Um, uh, Michael's brother quit playing bass for Christmas, Nicholas, and he was replaced by James McNew, who played with them for a while, but then joined Yo Latengo. Yeah. And he, James, convinced Matador Records, Leola Tembo, Tango's label, to release the final Christmas record called Vortex. They had already broken up, but they they done this third record. And that was kind of nice of him to do that, and they put that record out. Um, it's also a good record. Uh, got yeah. almost no... I mean, it's the story of Christmas. They just They had a lot of bad things happen to them that shouldn't have happened, you know? We were talking about Michael Cudahy apparently was on Jeopardy. Right. And contestant. He, it was yes, a contestant. He won the most money without winning the game. So you don't right, get to right. keep the money if so, you don't win so the game. So the highest right? scoring second right. place. Right. And of course, second place is like the turtle wax. Right, and right. So that's $2, kind of. dollars or whatever, $1,000. Kind of the whole story of Christmas right there encapsulated, you know, the yeah, just second just place. Incredible not, excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very um, at the very top echelon of mm-hmm. performance, but um, you know, mm-hmm. just missing the boat a little bit. Right. So we've talked about Christmas. We talked about the uh, single that never was, and we've talked about the single that was, and they're both excellent songs. Right. So, uh, can you hear anybody covering Big Plans or Stupid Kids? You know, I was thinking about having um, a trio. Right. And, you know, with the connection to Yola Tango. Let's mm-hmm. let Yola Tango give Okay, it a try. that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, they've got the female voice as well, and they, they yeah. can do it. I had two possibilities I was thinking. One was. Uh, uh, Let's Active. Oh yeah, um, would definitely like have, a, you know like original Let's Active right, with right, the trio with, with yeah. Sarah killing it on the drums, and the other one I was thinking about Stupid Kids. Um, 
to tie back to our our previous uh, podcasts, maybe Lenny Lovich. Oh yeah, doing stupid kids. Yeah, that, that, that could be. That could yeah, be that something. would be yeah. really. <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we've got the the people we think might cover it. Do we have some recommendations this week? I think we have a recommendation. Uh, it's it's kind of. Um, well, well, I'm going to start with a general recommendation, then I'll let you take the the, the example, which is okay. back in the days before on demand streaming and entertainment. Right. You used to depend on a, a really. Um, happenstance and whatever was beamed into your home what you caught on the radio what you caught on tv whatever came across the transom yeah right right whatever was tossed at you and (laughs) and most things you tossed back but um i've had this experience twice with a show called the detour yes where um you you know the the um habit that broadcast tv has of of doing a marathon before new season premieres Mm -hmm. and i caught the first season of the detour preparing for the second season i ended up not sticking with this this, right you didn't see the second season the happenstance of of just like being in the right place Mm -hmm. to be able to sit and veg out Mm -hmm. to you know uh, a partial marathon mm-hmm. uh, of a, a series, and uh, we had that experience recently as we were preparing for this batch of a podcast of just we stumbling the across third series, right? <laughs> the third series. So we've got the second series to catch up on, but and maybe whatever I missed in the first. But it's that, a bizarre show. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So, so I guess it's a double recommendation. The, yeah. the first recommendation is. Um, don't, don't that you know serendipity uh-huh. is a great programmer yes and yours is more the specific uh, mm-hmm. of what serendipitously right. appeared so we watched this show called the detour and it's on tbs is yeah. that correct yeah and apparently it's um produced by samantha b Right, right, because right. Samantha B and and Jason Jones, ex, her husband, um, of um, the Daily Show, right? Okay. They, when they left the Daily Show, okay. they got a production deal at, at mm-hmm. TBS, who has tried to brand itself as yeah. what is it very funny? I don't even know yeah. if they're using that. I mean, this is not a news show anymore. of any kind. It's right. a, it's a comedy or what whatever it is. It's bizarre, right? So they, yeah. you know they've got a, a, this sitcom right. for, that Jason stars in, and then the Samantha. Samantha B, um, you know, uh, weekly talk show right. that that um, uh, that she that's her series. Mm-hmm. But this show is basically about a family that, for one reason or another, is on the run and uh, running from the authorities. Yeah, and you don't get when you start USPIS. in the third. Yeah, when you get started in the third season, you don't get all the details, but you don't really need them because you know they're running. And who is that woman that plays the? Uh, the policewoman that's chasing them. The she's, Nanti, right? Yeah, she's who plays, on, um, uh, um, you know, the Broadway star Laura um, mm-hmm. Benanti, who also plays um, Melania Trump. Yes, she's <laughs> great at that. <laughs> on on uh, Colbert, Lake right? Show. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. and it's just a bizarre show. It's got its whole own universe. It's got its own lexicon. They're always talking about let's get some, <laughs> and, and it's it really caught me. It caught me off guard, and it kind of kind of uh you know um convinced me right or, or, right know, and i was like i want to see another one i want to see another one and i'm not usually like that uh so we i think we both recommend the detour on yes TBS. yes and and more than that you know just uh 
don't don't forget that there's, there's still broadcast TV. Yes, you know, and and uh, they're the, trying the, really hard to make it good too. And happy accidents are mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, leave yourself open to happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's our um, our podcast for today, number oh six one, the Boston band via Connecticut Christmas, uh, kind of a. Um, ill-fated band that made some great great music well i don't know if we'd say ill-fated mm-hmm. as much as that that um well the, they the, did not achieve the right. you know the, the the success that they were absolutely entitled to that we thought they on, should have yeah, especially based on their mm-hmm. the, the, the you know first tier quality right so uh the the single that wasn't it was called big plans and the single that was is called stupid kids it's great music you should look it out uh, look out for it, and uh, Christmas. Seek it out. It's a good thing. Yes. All right. Yeah, so, so Merry Christmas. We will talk to you again <laughs> <Sorry>. soon. <laughs> As you are uh, holiday celebrating. Um, thank you again for listening with us, and we'll talk to you very soon. Soon, y'all. Bye. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Smart sounds for sharp people.